This is Digital Marketing Fastlane. This podcast will show you how to build, launch, grow, and scale a widely successful online business. Listen to real conversations with proven practical strategies and success stories. You're going to learn how to generate more traffic, more sales, more profit, and customer lifetime value for your online store. Coming to you from the online marketing experts at Boy Media, here's your host, Kevin Urrutia. Hey guys, it's Kevin Rutia here with Digital Marketing Fastlane. Today, I have a very special guest. I have the Digital Marketing Nomad, or the Marketing Nomad, right? I'd love for you to introduce yourself and we'll go from there. Hi guys, I hope you guys are doing super, super awesome. I am the Marketing Nomad. You can also call me Prit. So Kevin, thank you so yes. much for bringing me on your podcast. Uh, it's been an absolute honor. I've been listening to your podcast episodes and I absolutely love them. Prit, I'd love for you to talk to us a little bit about your background, how you started this journey of being the marketing nomad and sort of how that came about. Okay, perfect. So I started this journey October of 2019 and it started because I was actually in New York. I was working full-time as a marketing coordinator over there. And unfortunately, I was unable to convert my student visa into a work visa. So I had to come back to India to figure out my next steps. Mm -hmm. And at that point, I had a decision to make, you know, whether I wanted to go full-time or whether I wanted to, you know, kind of take up my lifelong dream of being an entrepreneur. So... Mm -hmm. Of course, I had to pick the path that no one else, uh, you know, usually jumps and takes as a first choice. So I definitely went that route. I decided to start my own online business. At that time, the pandemic hadn't started. It was all, you know, well and fine. So people were a little bit skeptical about what I was doing at the time. So when I first started out, I was doing marketing strategy as a whole. So I had not yet zoned in on Instagram. So I was doing Mm. freelancing jobs. I was on different freelancing websites. And it was only after I took up a couple of jobs along the way, six, seven months into it, that I realized, okay, I actually want to hone in on Instagram strategy Mm. and not just do freelancing jobs, but I actually want to start my own coaching business. And that is when my company started in the midst of a pandemic, August Uh, 2020. And at the time, I was also pretty scared because, you know, well, hello, everyone's going a little bit on the hysterical side. And then there I was saying, oh, hello, guys, I just started my company. This is what it is. (laughs) And um, it was crazy. But, you know, right off the bat, I knew what I was doing and I went forward and it turns out that because of the pandemic, because people were staying at home, mm-hmm. people wanted to learn some, they wanted to yep. pick up skills. And people also were pivoting their business to online, you know, their Instagram strategy was starting to worry about those things. And that's when I came in and I was able to help. So I guess touch wood that, you know, it turned out well for me and I was uh, in a niche where it was helpful. That's how basically I started the marketing nomad. I am in and as yeah. the marketing, the marketing nomad. nomad basically. Yeah. Yes, I came up with this name um, October 2019. I was debating about a couple of names, and well, I love traveling, and yeah. I'm pretty sure that in the future, when it is okay, yeah. um, I will have that lifestyle of traveling and also having an online business. So that's how the marketing nomad was born so that has been my journey so your far. journey something you touched upon which a lot of people don't know is visas is a real thing and it's an issue that sometimes you have to leave and when i was working in silicon valley a lot of people 
had to leave after a few years and it kind of sucks. How long were you in, in New York City for or New York? Uh, New York, actually. I was in upstate New York for about two years and oh, then nice. a little more than two years. And then Long Island for about, I think, a year and a half. Okay, nice. I went to college in upstate New York, Binghamton. Oh, you did? Oh, I was in Rochester. <laughs> oh, you're right there. Yeah. And I grew up in Long Island. Yeah, I was so right I was there. Like, yeah. <laughs> a very interesting yeah. point about the visa, though. Yeah. I think that people don't understand, and me included back yeah. then as well, I kept uh, being in the mindset that, okay, I have to be in a particular country to be successful, mm -hmm. and yep. I have to be at a certain job to be successful or earn the income that mm -hmm. I wish to have or have a comfortable life. Yep. And I think that entire visa process, it broke my heart, yeah. to be very it honest sucks, with you, yeah. but it also reframed my mindset about yep. wherever I am in the world, I'm going to be successful. That's it. That's period. I'm going to work towards that. And having that mindset is so important. And if people think about it, like obviously the pandemic sucks, but you start to realize that like you can work from anywhere and you can make money that you're valuable. And I think this pandemic is a great way for a lot of people to say visas is a broken system. Like you don't need to come to New York to work. You can work from yeah. anywhere. We're an agency. And I remember clients saying, oh, I want to work with a New York City based agency because you're in New York. And that was like a big selling point. But now it's like, yes. oh, look, we're all remote. So I think it's like Absolutely. a very great shift for everybody not just like ourselves like yes. people like us we've known it for a while but big mm -hmm. corporate america is now like oh well it's been a year and people are still working so yes. that sort of mindset is great for everybody like yourself and also not just yourself but like people you inspire to be like hey anybody can be a a nomad and travel again that's going to happen in like a year or two maybe sooner right but now i feel like that's going to cause a revolution again of people traveling again realizing they don't have to be stuck at home like even for me like i live in the city and i'm like oh my god i'm stuck in my apartment all day long i'm gonna pay i could be traveling and getting a bigger place i'd love for you to talk to us about your website obviously you do a lot of instagram so talk to us maybe when you're doing instagram strategy was it paid or was it organic how did you think about it and how your course thinks about it or sort of how you think about it when business wants to get on instagram and grow their strategy there okay a lot yeah, of questions really in one but let's just start off with like yes. yeah yeah. <laughs> so, yeah i'm gonna pick them one by yeah. one yes very interesting conversation and very interesting topic so when i was freelancing like i told you i was doing yeah. different kinds of marketing work and through doing all of those work different, like email marketing, I was doing paid ads at some point and yep. you know, whatnot. It yep. was through that work that I realized, okay, I was eliminating things that I was not interested in, yep. I was eliminating things that I was more passionate about. So I kind of honed in onto Instagram strategy. I didn't want to manage someone's Instagram strategy. I wanted to teach yep. people. And that sort of came up because I actually have an MBA degree with a concentration in marketing nice. and I struggled with growing my business on Instagram. Mm -hmm. So for me, there's that, that little bit of ego that comes with, with an MBA degree, of course, yeah. and a concentration like, in I marketing. Could do it. Yeah. And yeah. I, <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's true. So I was like, you know, I'm struggling with this. Imagine if somebody, you know, had absolutely no idea about marketing, how would they be doing? And that's when it started to fuel my passion more towards Instagram strategy. I was like, okay, I'm going to figure this out. And I'm also going to teach people around me how to figure out their own Instagram strategy. And a lot of people that I really wanted to help mm -hmm. were solopreneurs, just like myself, who A, couldn't invest in hiring people to build their social media platform or manage their social media. So they were figuring all of this out by themselves. And I knew how scary it was. I knew how everything around you kind of crumbles around you because yeah. you have so many things to do. 
right? And you also have to focus on your marketing. You are the janitor, you are the operations guy, yep. you are the administrator, yep. right? So I wanted to be able to help people, not just figuring out Instagram strategy, but also balancing Instagram with the rest of their business. And that makes sense because what you're saying is super important where you were trying to figure this out, but at the same time, you want to teach other people about it. And you're probably documenting your process, how you're doing things. Yes. And I think even for people listening, it could be a course like the one that you made, because now essentially you have the course material ready. But again, similar to people that are just starting out, it's also content for their other employees if they have it. Say, hey, this is how you Absolutely. grow it. Growing an Instagram account is hard. People don't realize yes. like creating content and coming up with ideas every single week or day is a lot of work. And it looks easy. We have brands we work with and I'm like looking at their Instagram dude, like how come no one's managing your comments? This is so important for your business, at least for me and you or people in here. Whenever I look at a page now, I'm like, oh, let me look at the Instagram account, see what they're doing. I'm like, oh, they're active. That, at least for me, it means that this company cares about their presence online. Absolutely. And I think that's sort of what you want to tell these owners. But yeah, talk to us a little bit about why it's so important to have a great Instagram presence. Oh, yeah. So I think you bring up a really good point. And I actually do want to put in the mm -hmm. survey that was conducted by Facebook. And they said that 80% of the Facebook responders actually said that they make a decision of whether they want to choose your product or service just by looking at your Instagram yeah. page. That's yeah. it. And that's how powerful that platform is. Another research did also show that 80% of accounts actually follow businesses of their choice. Yep. So that's, you know, one section of your audience that you can absolutely tap into. You can communicate, you can nurture, you can build that relation, and you can kind of push them towards thinking, considering you buying your product and even referring you and all of those things. So that basically Instagram is a lead generation tool. And this is something that I teach even in my Instagram membership program mm -hmm. as well, but you have to consider marketing as a series of steps towards yep. your product. It's not that, you know, people hop onto Instagram and then they buy your product mm -hmm. immediately, which is where those expectations yeah. come yeah. and then people feel like, oh, okay, it's not working out. Yeah, no, yeah. it's actually a series of steps. So first is they've got to find your profile. So you've got to make sure that your profile is searchable. After that, it's following your account. After following, it's getting them to take the next step, which is maybe, let's say, liking your post. After they like your post, you want them to comment. Comment, mm -hmm. then share, then save, and so on. It's a series of small, small steps that you need to encourage them to take. And maybe at some point, they want to download your freebie. Maybe at some point, they are considering to buy your product, so they inquire about it. But it's a yep. process. Yep. It's an absolute process. And it is a lead generation tool. So it helps you generate those leads if you understand that it is a funnel. Yep. It's not just some get rich quick kind of scheme where you get leads immediately. Yeah, I think what you're saying is so important because it is a funnel. And also, it's another way to communicate with your customer. And yes. you probably know too, people are like, oh, I don't want to respond to DMs. Well, that's how people are talking to you right now. So you should do with the modern time. It's like when people called maybe 10, 15 years ago, you would never say, I'm not going to pick up my phone, right? I'm like, this is literally how you <laughs> yes, get business, true. right? Crazy how nowadays we're like, I don't want to talk to anybody. DMing is a thing that people do. And that is the way to do business now. The reason why I say it's so great, because two stories about this. Last week, I went to a gyro spot. I went with my brother. Brother lives in the same building as me. And I was like, oh, what is this place? He's like, oh, my wife found this on Instagram. It looks good. So we're going to go here. It's like, okay, cool. Let's check it out, right? So that's literally what you were saying before. People use it. And another story is there's this place down the block from me that sells really good sandwiches. 
And they do a great job. They say, hey, DM us for food on Friday because every Friday they have like dinner. So you just DM them on Instagram and then you could go pick it up. So very great way to use that sort of Instagram. Like even this sandwich shop is like not tech savvy, but they know that customers in this area use it. So you need to adapt to what's around you. Obviously, depending on what you're doing, everybody's a little bit different, but yeah. Definitely. I think that this is actually one of the biggest mistakes that I see entrepreneurs, small businesses, even the larger businesses doing Mm -hmm. is that they don't understand that that is such a hidden potential over there for you to connect with your audience. And I think one other aspect of, you know, making a mistake with respect to DMing and talking to your audience is they immediately go for the pitch. They immediately start selling and they're not thinking about building that relationship. They're not thinking about just talking to them as people, as friends. And I think that one of the huge uh, parts of it is the minute you start selling, because they know you are a business page, right? So they are expecting it. But the minute you go in selling, they have their defenses up. They're not going to be receptive to what you are trying to sell. So you have to give them value first, make them comfortable with you, help them understand your mission, your values, all of those things and help them connect with you as a business, as a brand, and start shifting their mindset from a business page to an actual person who's running this business, to a group of people who's running this, some heart behind that business. And I think that that's also one of the biggest mistakes that I see people making in the DMs immediately. It it really puts me Mm -hmm. off as well. You know, when I go to people's pages and then they're like, okay, do you want this for me? Do you want, it's, like I said, it's a series of steps. You need to get me comfortable first for me to be able to think about your product or service. Yeah, perfect. And I have a question I have to ask you. I know my, my listeners are going to kill me if I don't ask you. Everyone's followers, right? Do you suggest using those Instagram follower tools, Instagram follower growth, or like get 10K followers now? Is that helpful for a business? What are your thoughts on that? And going on that, if it is helpful or if it isn't, how should you grow your followers? Okay, first off, And oh, absolutely no, you do not buy bots. You do not buy followers. And here's the reason why. So even if you do, you know, buy followers, let's assume that scenario that you have 10K followers off the 10K, probably hundred people are people who are going to engage with your account. And those are the people you actually originally had. So that makes your engagement extremely low, according Mm -hmm. to the Instagram algorithm. And that puts your profile way, way below compared to other accounts that have higher engagement than yours. So that's one aspect of it. The second reason is that Instagram is actually coming down super hard Mm -hmm. on accounts that are buying bots or these fake followers. So the minute Instagram senses that, okay, the engagement is way too low. A lot of the people following this account are bots. Something sounds fishy over here. They tend to not show your profile to the explore pages, to other people's feed. This is called shadow banning. Mm -hmm. It's an actual Instagram thing where your account, even if you try hashtags that do not align with your posts or they are banned, Instagram actually suppresses your post and your profile. So you end up getting shadow banned and it takes two weeks to get out of it. Mm-hmm. Any activity that you do that's against the Instagram's terms and conditions, this is what happens. So all of these reasons, I know it's hard to grow, but it is even harder to grow the right way. But if you put in that effort, it's better than buying followers and getting shadow banned and going through that entire process of not being seen by the people who would actually like your content. Can you explain to us what do you mean by engagement and having a great engagement on your Instagram account? 
right. So engagement comes as four types on Instagram. Mm. So we have the likes, we have the comments, we have the shares, and we have the saves. So each of these count as maybe let's say a point according to your engagement. So if people are liking your post, that counts as a point. People are commenting a point, sharing a point, and then saving mm-hmm. a point. Now you have to understand that Instagram at the end of the day is a business after all, mm-hmm. okay? So they make uh, money through ads and for them to make money through ads, they need people to stay on their app a little longer than yep. they would have originally. So the content that you are putting out, if you are making your audience stay a little bit longer on Instagram, that helps the algorithm understand that, okay, this person has some engaging content. They're making this audience or their followers stay a little longer. So I'm going to reward them by placing them higher and showing their profile to more people so that more people can stay on the app. So at the end of the day, engagement counts as any one of these. Though, of course, from your own perspective, oh, by the way, I just want to put a disclaimer out there. Each one of them have the same weight. Instagrams come publicly to say that each of the likes, saves, shares, they have the same weight. It's just engagement. At bottom line, Mm -hmm. it's just engagement. But from a business perspective, and because you have an end goal to your purpose on Instagram, you actually want to focus a little bit more on those shares and on those saves. Because shares help you get seen by more profiles and saves tells you that, yes, you are doing something right with your content strategy over there. And I think something that maybe you can touch upon here is the difference between maybe a personal Instagram account and then a business Instagram account. I don't think the personal has some of this data that you're talking about. So maybe talk to you about um, how businesses maybe need to switch or what's the difference between personal and business one. And again, one of the biggest mistakes that I see, you know, entrepreneurs and small businesses making is that they assume that it's okay to start their business through a personal account. And there are a number of reasons why I'm personally against this. One, your personal account doesn't have access to something called insights, Mm -hmm. which is basically analytics for your entire Instagram profile. It varies according to, you know, you can even go in depth to see what is the engagement for each post. Like if you want to see how many likes is generated or how many profile visits were caused because of this post, all of that is so in-depth in insight. So you kind of lose sight of where you're going, whether you're doing the right thing, if you are on a personal profile. Mm -hmm. On the business profile, I know that there's a lot of rumors going on that say, oh my God, if you convert it to a business account, then you're going to lose visibility. You're going to lose followers. All that's rubbish. Okay. Mm -hmm. Instagram's actually come out um, publicly to say that, you know, it doesn't matter if you are a personal account or a business account. We value each of these accounts equally. Nothing Mm -hmm. is more or higher or lesser in our opinion. So converting to a business account gives you access to insights. It helps people take you a little bit more seriously as a business as well. And another thing is, you know, through the insights, you can figure out if what you're doing is actually right, whether you are going to get that return on investment. If you keep posting without even realizing, well, are Mm -hmm. people clicking on your website? Are people actually viewing your profile? Are you converting the profile views into actual follows? If there's some, I would say, discrepancy over there, then you can go and say, okay, well, I'm not getting profile visits converting to follows. So maybe I need to change something in my profile picture or my bio, make it a little bit more clear so that people follow me. So those are tweaks that you can make to your entire Instagram strategy if you have access 
to those insights. So I highly recommend yep. if you are listening to this podcast, make sure that you do convert your personal account to a business account to get access to those insights, you know, get people to take you seriously as a business. Such great tips there. I think having this insights to your account is going to be helpful probably too, because you can see what content resonates best with your audience. And then you can say, yep, this content's causing more stuff. And it goes back to what we said before. You could look at some of the engaging metrics too, such as saves and shares. And um, that's interesting to see because I don't, I don't think you can see that with a personal one. You can see if someone saves something and that means they want to check for it later. And, and Instagram doesn't tell you who it is, right? I don't think they tell you the person or they just say in general, like people have saved it, right? They don't tell you who saves it, but they do tell you who shares it if their account oh. is public. So okay. you can always go personally to them, thank them for sharing your post. And then you can also start a conversation with them because if they are sharing your post, something resonated with them. So you can start the conversation and you can go something like, so is there more content like this that you would like to see? Is there any particular area that you like mm -hmm. me to talk more about? Kind of get that conversation going once you get the report there, then you can, you know, ask them, would you be interested uh, to yeah. get more help from me? And then if you, you have your product or service to help them with their problem, that's how you go. So it's a process, like I said, and each one of them helps you a lot. And Fred, I would love for you to talk to us about your course, who is it for, and sort of maybe what type of businesses you sort of help out with your, your the course and your coaching as well. Okay, so I have a monthly membership program. It is called the Insta Savvy Tribe. Nice. So basically, yes, yeah. <laughs> I'm actually very proud of the name. <laughs> it's the T-I-S-T. Yeah. Yes, it is T-I-S-T. So the Insta Savvy Tribe is basically a monthly membership program where I release content every single month and I help solopreneurs with their overall marketing strategy. And I also help them grow their business in specific using Instagram. So mm -hmm. it's more of these two. And my main goal of starting the Insta Savvy Tribe was to actually build a network of solopreneurs such as myself, because uh, when mm -hmm. I first started out, it was actually pretty lonely for me. Yep. I didn't know other people. I didn't know if what I was doing was right or wrong. And one huge thing about social media in particular, or marketing actually, is more about you doing it and then figuring your way through yep. it. You know, nothing is predefined or there are no fixed things that this will work or this won't yep. work. It works depending on so many different factors. So I really wanted to build that network of people who could bounce off ideas with each other, who could talk to each other. And I also have like monthly networking Mm -hmm. meetings with my entire tribe. So we are about 30 members strong nice. right now. And uh, it's been only four months. Uh, so yeah. people love it. You know, I release content every month. And then there's personal Q&A sessions with me. And there's even a community forum where they can network with other solopreneurs. So it's basically them with their marketing strategy with growing their business, in particularly using Instagram. It's really about a mindset. Like you can read so much stuff about marketing, but unless you test it and try it, you get to see what's going to work. And you will read like, hey, you should be able to get 10,000 followers in a week using them. Like that's dependent on, okay, are they doing ads? Are they doing other stuff? Yes. Do they have a following? There's so much stuff that like, they don't tell you what's going on. So with marketing, it's really about learning from people such as yourself and then seeing, okay, how can I apply these strategies to my Absolutely. business and how does that work? Because nothing is guaranteed, but at least you have a guideline and a blueprint and that's sort of what marketing is. Same thing for us here, like our agency and probably when you were working here too. It's like, we can't guarantee you anything. We yeah. don't know your business. We don't know if you answer emails, like marketing is so important, but again, 
we're just one part of your business. There's everything else that we That's can't true. control. Yeah, I love that mindset. It's really a mindset. And once you sort of hone that mindset, it's really about like, okay, you can read something and say now it's like, okay, let me go try that. Let me go see the strategy. Let me go buy this course. Because I think buying courses and coaching is probably one of the best things people could do. Because at least for me, if I just learn one thing, that's worth it. I'm like, oh, I didn't know that thing. That's great. Now I'm going to implement that. It's going to make me more money. So that's the way I think about it. Yeah. Yeah. I think with coaching business, it's more about learning from somebody who's actually been there, put in their blood, sweat, tears. Believe me, guys, there were tears. Yeah. yeah. Um, I know. Learning business is tough. Yeah. <laughs> And, you know, getting to a point where they say, okay, I've actually gone through this process, but you can do it in maybe half the time or maybe a quarter of the time because I have these resources. That was actually time that I spent finding these things and, you know, case studies that I've done based on my business. And here it is to help you. So I am a huge advocate for courses and I personally have taken up courses to get to where I am. So for me, it's just about following in someone's footsteps who's actually done it and just helping you get there a little faster. And that's what it is. It's just getting there a little bit faster. And of course, like people know, everything's available online, but do you want to spend time Googling everything? That's really what courses are, compiling all this (laughs) knowledge into a place. That's what it is. So, but Prit, uh, thanks for coming on the podcast. Please tell our listeners and viewers where they can go find your course, your website, and maybe where they can go contact you in case they want to connect with you. Absolutely, Kevin. So for those of you who are listening, thank you so much for listening up until here. It really means a lot to me to be on Kevin's podcast. So if you'd like to learn more about my membership program, if you do need a little bit help to grow on Instagram, you can find it on www.themarketingnomad.co forward slash T-I-S-T. You can find me on Instagram at the marketing nomad. Nice, and yeah. basically that's it, guys. Feel free to come on to the you know Instagram DMs, DM me, let me know what you liked about this podcast episode. I'd be so, so happy to connect with you. Absolutely. Prit, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I appreciate it. And guys, please like and subscribe to us on iTunes or like subscribe to us on YouTube as well. Prit, thank you so much. I appreciate your time. Uh, have a good day. Thank you, Kevin. Bye-bye, guys. This week's episode of Digital Marketing Fastlane was brought to you by the performance marketing experts at Voy Media. Join us again next time as we'll be bringing you more tips, techniques, and know-how to make your online business the very best that it can be. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, we'd love to hear them on Twitter at Voy Media. Thank you.